Blog Talk Radio. Carrie Holland believes that everyone should realize what they're made of and that they should live the life that they deserve. Listen now to this fascinating discussion on today's show. Join me now, Reverend Dr. Michael Leike, on a journey towards oneness with our higher self and a life of being all that we can be. Welcome back, everybody, to our show. I'm very excited to have Terry Holland on this day. She has a background in NLP training, hypnotherapy, NLP coaching, timeline therapy, which is such a useful tool. She is also a speaker, performance coach, and motivator. And we're going to go to Terry right now. I'm thanking you so much. I'm so grateful to have you on, Terry. How are you this day? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. So um, what we are going to do is get right into it, and um, I'm excited to find out what what you have to offer for everybody. In other words, um, let's say somebody comes to you and they're already, I don't want to say an overachiever, they're, they're one who has achieved something in their life, maybe a number of things, and it's just within reach, the next goal or goals, they can see it. They've done their homework. Um, they, they don't have any major issues, we'll say. Um, and, and they can almost taste it. So what would you say to them? What would you have to offer? And do you go extremes? In other words, do you also work with folks that are at the other end of the spectrum where they really they have low self-esteem and, and they need a bit of a boost? Let's start there. Sure. Yes, I do work with people on the other end of the spectrum who are struggling with low self-esteem and and struggling to get started towards reaching for anything in life. I do work with those people as well. My focus, however, is on high performance. So taking those people and turning them into high performers and high achievers. Now, for the person who is so close to achieving their goal that it's right there in front of them and they can taste it, Often what happens at that point is the biggest challenge, the biggest obstacle will come up and a person will want to quit. We see this quite often and we call it the universal challenge line when you're, you're so close to achieving what you want and something happens, something comes up and then bam, there's a challenge in your way, something to deter you and you want to quit. It's like what Napoleon Hill talked about, you know, three feet from gold. Yes. when you're, you're that close to achieving it and you want to stop. So that's a common thing. In fact, I say that the bigger the goal you have, the, the bigger the desire to achieve it, the bigger the challenge you're going to have to overcome to get it. 
Now, when we're in that place, when a person's in that spot where they, they're that close and they want to quit, it's easy to say, just keep going, just work through it, persevere. But when a person's in that moment, it's the hardest thing in the world, and every cell of their being is going to want to quit. Yes. So what I tell my clients is when you have an obstacle come up, instead of getting scared, instead of wanting to run away, get really excited. Because it means that you're going somewhere. You're doing something. Very good. So if you never want to achieve another or never want to have another obstacle or challenge again, (laughs) don't set goals. Yes. Very good. Um, In in what I do, um, I support emotionally a lot of folks uh, through the use of gratitude and appreciation. And that kind of... Mm -hmm. If you believe in this sort of thing, and most of my clients do, it raises their vibration up to a certain level where they, they sort of come alive more and, and they mm-hmm. start counting their blessings, if you will, and, and it starts to almost be self-motivating. Um, with hypnotherapy, I go into past, not past life stuff because um, that tends to be informative but more into a form of entertainment. I know we won't get yeah. into that this show. A lot of people <laughs> will, will agree and disagree with me on that, but uh, I, I've brought people to life in between lives, soul regression, and also um, past life, and it gives them a good idea of who they are or why they were who they are and where to run with it. But I like to deal uh, more or less with the present time and with what's going on and, and really how well, maybe their childhood and certain interactions and their environment has affected them and brought them up to now. And I'm convinced, and and I know you're also a hypnotherapist, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist who works with folks to more or less heal those issues um, or at least change the emotion um, around some of those things or even eliminate emotional issues and just bring them into the black and white. So what do you do with, with a person uh, as a coach, as a hypnotherapist, knowing NLP and being a teacher of NLP, and et cetera? Um, what would you do with someone who is really skittish just generally in their life? Perhaps they had, um, we, won't, we won't go into major traumas. We'll say the, the normal kind of, quote, unquote, normal kind of traumas that a person goes through, uh, deaths, births, marriages, et cetera, moves. And uh, they haven't taken the time to really completely heal from these things, so they're, they're a little bit skittish. I'll use the word skittish. Um, but they're still ambitious. They, they haven't, uh, those traumas haven't necessarily taken away their desire to achieve. Um, where would you take them? What approach would you take? So I feel like you're talking about me because that used to be me. before I found this work. And so what I do with a client when they come in and, yeah, they're exactly like you said, they're skittish and they still want to achieve things, but they're just, you know, they've been been knocked down a few times by life. Um, With those people, I do a personal breakthrough session most often. So that's taking them through a process, focused mainly on timeline therapy, and I, I incorporate hypnosis and I incorporate coaching tools in that, but it's mainly timeline therapy which allows a person to access the root cause of a negative emotion or a limiting decision. So for a person to, you know, if they're, if they're being skittish, like you said, there's a, a point in time where they decided to be that way. Or there's a point in time where they made a decision that they can't have what they want. 
or that it's too hard or I shouldn't try anymore, something like that. We find out what, is, what are the beliefs that are supporting their current behavior. We go back to the root cause of when do they decide to behave that way and undo the decision at that point in their timeline. And what that does in their neurology is it breaks apart that neuro pathway. So they can no longer run the same pattern of behavior anymore. And then we create new connections where they can begin to behave the way they want to in a way that supports what they want to achieve. Excellent, excellent. That so excites me because I'm sure you've seen many breakthroughs. I've seen many breakthroughs with uh, clients at various uh, ends of the spectrum. What do you do, um, and, and I have to say, I'm not just saying this to be nice. I really enjoyed your website. Uh, it felt good to me Thank as you. a graphic designer, and it just it all seemed to work. Um, and, and I had the impression, too, that uh, with yourself in particular, that intuition plays uh, somewhat of a role. So you're able to perhaps mm-hmm. improvise in the quote-unquote script that you're using or, or might use. Uh, I, I completely improvise now. In the old days when I started, <laughs> I, I used numerous scripts, and, and it was so black and white. It was, uh, I don't know, almost mechanical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did the trick, but... Uh, I found that going more with my intuition and because things change even within a session, I'm sure you found that, mm-hmm. that there'll be minor breakthroughs even during a session. And you probably can sense that maybe emotionally or energetically uh, someone will smile suddenly or, you know, uh, perhaps they didn't before. And then you're guided perhaps to go in a, a, another direction. So And so it is with myself. And... I'm, I'm so excited uh, to to have learned that you do use intuition to a greater degree um, in your work. So you have that basic balance of the black and white, if you will, science mm-hmm. and intuition as well. Um, what do you do when you, and you probably have, had people at all both ends of the spectrum who are just black and white science or uh, shades of gray, what I refer to as shades of gray only. Um, and then I'll give you my, my feedback, my answers, how I dealt with this a long time ago in my career. Um, what do you do? Uh, obviously with science, this is sort of, it is science-based, it's psychology-based, shouldn't be yep. too far of a deviation. The, the only issue perhaps would be to explain to people about NLP or hypnotherapy when they come to you. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what yeah, about... So I explain... Yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry, I was going to say, I explain the process, I explain how the techniques work, um, not teaching it to them in a teaching perspective, yeah. but just so they can understand as a client of what's happening and how it works. Excellent. And what about the shades of gray person, the person who comes to you and maybe they're a little bit superstitious or um, if not superstitious, maybe they're into new age, not new thought, but <laughs> new age, I'm into new thought, not new age, new agey stuff. Cool. And uh, I noticed on your website, I, I believe it was your website, you use a pendulum. And I believe that's an yeah. excellent tool for accessing the higher mind or the subconscious and getting answers yeah. that, that lie you know, in that unconscious or subconscious state. Um, a lot of Absolutely. New Agers will feel, oh, it's, it's spirit guides or whatever, and that's valid as well. It, it's whatever mm-hmm. works, whatever your belief system is. There's no um, right or wrong to it as long as there's results and growth and healing. 
So um, what direction do you go when a shades of gray person, for lack of a better term, comes to you and maybe they're just into meditation or maybe, and you probably see where I'm going with this about brainwave Mm -hmm. states being the same. Um, What do you do? How do you handle those shades of gray folks? You know, in NLP we say respect the other person's model of the world. So whatever they bring to me is correct. So if they believe, like, for example, if we're doing pendulum work and they believe that it's some outside force controlling the pendulum and they want to believe that they've tapped into something else, great. Mm-hmm. If they believe that that's their unconscious mind moving the pendulum through micro-muscle movements, great. That's Perfect. also correct. So whatever information the client gives me is correct, and I adapt my communication and how I work with them to match their model of the world, to make it accessible for them. Perfect. And and that's so crucial because we kind of we we have to go with their needs. We have to go with mm-hmm. their belief systems, um, and and kind of guide them. You know, logging into wherever they're coming from and kind of running with yeah. that. Um, Absolutely. Quite a few years ago, maybe too many years that I want to remember, um, I was getting my degrees, my first degrees. I think it was the bachelor. Bachelor of Metaphysics, and before I had the Masters and, and the, wow. the doctorates, the various doctorates. And I was doing um, only hypnotherapy at the time. And um, one of my clients who had come to me for other things, she came to me and she goes, well, I know hypnotherapy works and you're accessing the unconscious mm-hmm. mind and all this sort of thing, but what about meditation? Will meditation do the same thing for me? And it was at that point I actually began to improvise. We sat actually on the floor of my office. And um, I, I started doing uh, what I was guided to do, if you will, um, with, with yeah. nothing. It sounds weird when I say with nothing in my head. There's usually nothing in my head anyway. But um, <laughs> with, with no preconceived ideas or, or biases, et cetera, um, I led her into altered states. Um, using uh, apparent meditation, uh, which I've been into since I was, I guess, 29. You don't want to know how old I am now. And um, I have found them to be equally effective, but the trappings are different, if you will, the visual, the physical trappings. And you may or may not agree with me on this, the energy behind um, hypnotherapy, or what I like to call self-hypnosis, that way people take responsible Um, responsibility for hypnotizing themselves, if you will, um, versus meditation. And sure enough, a lot of my clients, they just like the energy behind meditation or hypnotherapy. Can I get some feedback from you about this? Yeah, again, it's, it's really just respecting the client's model. So if that's what they prefer, then I work with them within that. It's having behavioral flexibility on my part to adapt to whatever the client needs to get their desired results. At the end of the day, I'm not worried about what tool we use so much as do they get the outcome they want. Exactly, exactly. Very, very good. The the tools I liken to um, uh, bullets in our arsenal, if you will, or bullets in our, mm-hmm. in our belt uh, or tool belt, if you will, and intuitively or intellectually, you just go for it. You just pull out what you believe is needed or what the client seems to um, respond to best based on their beliefs, etc. Um, Absolutely. I want to leave, 
people who are listening to this, because a lot of people, and I'm sure you've found this as well in your practice, a lot of people, they want a magic wand. They want mm-hmm. you or me to tap them on the head and go, there, you're cured. Now now you've got <laughs> self-esteem. You've got self-confidence. Now you're, you've got that motivation where before you were hesitant or skittish or whatever. Um, and And they're not appalled, but they're taken aback when I give them homework. Um, Because many times, if I feel they need a little bit of a kick in in the rear, um, I'll give them um, uh, things to do, exercises, etc., for the next time they come back. And so it is with um, folks listening in, a lot of folks um, Mm -hmm. just want something. They just want to feel good. And that's very short term. That's not long lasting. To feel good is a temporary solution. To be, uh, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, cured or healed or uh, self-healed, I like to use that term more, um, and then truly move forward in your life is really where we're at, is, is what we want to achieve. So there's not a, a pat answer, a pat solution, or a pat uh, trick, if you will, that suddenly a light will turn on and, and the person will be running, you know, they'll be um, uh, achieving left and right. But this being said, um, I was kind of guided to ask you to share with our listeners and viewers today something that somebody can take away with, you know, anyone listening to this today, you know, something, be it a meditation technique, a self-hypnosis technique, um, uh, a saying while they're in semi-altered state, something, what would you recommend that could lead towards them feeling better and perhaps eventual transformation? Yeah, absolutely. So in NLP, we do have a couple of quick fixes, which are they can be longer lasting or they can be temporary. It really depends on the person. But one of the ones I like to teach quickly is how to change your state. So when people say, I want, to, I want to feel motivated, for example, well, you can feel motivated anytime you choose to feel motivated, and it's teaching people how to do that, how to motivate themselves in an instant. Now, is this going to be a long-lasting overriding motivation, and are all their problems going to disappear? No, but if it gets them through the moment where they're able to do the thing they need to do in the moment to get through, it's beneficial. So the way we do it is any state you've ever experienced, And everyone has experienced times in their life where they felt motivated or they felt confident or they were able to learn something easily. If you can go back into that memory to the time you felt that, you can access that feeling. You light up that neurology again so you feel the way you want to feel. So I'll walk you through the the process. So it's, it's like this. If you recall a time where you felt totally motivated, And as you recall that time, go right back to that time, drop into your body, see what you saw, hear what you heard, and really feel the feeling of being totally motivated. And as a person does that, if they do that multiple times, recalling different times they're motivated, they're going to access a greater neural network of that feeling of motivation. And that's how someone can change their state in an instant. Now, it's a quick fix, but if you do that, consistently over time you are retraining your mind and your neurology to access that feeling more frequently so the more you do it the more motivated you find yourself becoming not only that but putting a person in charge of their state and when people start to realize that i'm in charge of how i feel 
they realize there's no reason to feel bad because at any moment I can choose to feel something different instead. Very good. Very good. That's so exciting. We're going to pause briefly. We're going to do a bit of a promo and a meditation. Just hang on, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Don't you dare go away. Listen and watch Fridays to my podcasts and webcasts on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Spreaker Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Anchor FM, Facebook, YouTube, and Stitcher. Let's go inward now for a few moments. Right here, right now. We become aware of this endless field of love energy in which we reside. We are one and the same with it. Individualized expressions of the one which we are extensions of. As we breathe, so does love breathe. As we live, so does love live. As we laugh, create, contribute, multiply, so too does love laugh, create, contribute, and multiply. Because love is omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, and is always expanding, so too are we expanding. For love needs us to expand and to create, to express, and to be all that it can be. We affirm and we declare right here and right now in this energy of love that we are already all that is great. We all are already all that is eternal and good because that is what we are allowing to be born through us as us. We are already perfection continually blossoming through us as us and it feels good. It feels great as above, so below. We give thanks for this word knowing that it is law and is already so in the mind of the universe. We release the word in gratitude and appreciation letting it be so now and unto forevermore. And so it is. And so it is. Amen. 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 Expand your consciousness and awareness with my more than 40 paperback books of a self-help, mystical, new thought, and metaphysical nature available from Amazon. Also available in Kindle format. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us this day. And Terry Holland, I can't say enough about you. I'm, I'm glad. I, I don't know where I first saw you, whether it was on LinkedIn or, or some social media uh, platform. But let's say folks want to get in touch with you. How can they do that? Where can they reach you besides your website? The, the two places I hang out the most on social media are probably Instagram and Facebook. So those are the easiest ways to connect with me. And on Instagram, it's just Terry Holland. And on Facebook, it's Terry Holland Coaching. So either of those, and I'm, I'm on them frequently, so very easy to access. 
Excellent. And uh, for those who are more website inclined, you got to check out uh, Terry's website. It's triple <laughs> W dot. I'm going to spell it out for them because they might think there's two R's and a Y. It's actually T-E-R-I-H-O-L-L-A-N-D, Terry Holland, one word all lowercase, dot C-A. And Terry, mm-hmm. I want to thank you once again for joining us this day and for helping us to kick off my 12th season um, of doing the podcast. We've, um, we've corrupted many minds uh, thanks <laughs> to this podcast. And um, I wish you all the best. Thanks for joining us this day. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And most of all, I want to thank all of you out there for keeping, uh, keeping us tuned in and listening to us. I hope we've added a little something to your life today. Uh, we're here every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Until next time, peace and richest blessings. Join me now, Reverend Dr. Michael Leike, on a journey towards oneness with our higher self and a life of being all that we can be.